Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakaway Episode 18, Mother's Day, on the Me, Myself, and Rye podcast here on Spotify. I am your host, as always, Ryan Klein, which I know I've also announced on the pod and on my Facebook page in the last couple weeks that this show can now be found on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several other platforms as well. So first off, I would like to wish all the mothers out there a very happy Mother's Day weekend especially to the ladies in my life. So happy Mother's Day, Mom, and to my wife, Carrie, and to you as well, Char. So it's also Nurses Week, and I would like to give another shout-out to all the nurses out there that take care of us throughout all the years, especially in the last, you know, year of COVID. Anyways, I have a very, you know, special show planned for you guys and gals today, so I hope you all enjoy it. Naturally, I'm back down here at camp on another chilly Friday night, but never fear, cold beer in hand as always, people. Now, hopefully everybody's listened to the bonus uh, episodes, Klein's in the Camper. If you're not, I don't know what you're waiting for, guys and gals. The kids are killing it. Um, They're a lot of fun, and I'm planning to keep doing one hopefully every Saturday, maybe every other Saturday. But anyways, what I'm getting at here is that last week, in the bonus episode, I announced that I ran over the camp owner's wheelbarrow down here at camp. So yeah, I was taking the kids for a ride in the back of the truck and I went forward and ran right over it. So pretty sure it was made back in like 1950 or somewhere around there. Good thing is there was no damage to my truck and Craig, the camp owner, said I'll have to replace the wheelbarrow. But it was funny because on the way home from camp, my wife saw like the basically the same wheelbarrow at the antique store at Finley Lake sitting on the sidewalk so who knows I might even go pick that one up bring it back up here but uh anyways moving on if there's any country music fans out there listen to the podcast there's some new music out there for you to check out so Tim McGraw just a few weeks ago released a deluxe edition of his album here on earth um with four new songs And Kenny Chesney did the same with his album Here and Now, which this deluxe edition just came out today with four brand new songs. So Courtney, Zoe, thought about you guys immediately. Check this stuff out. Um, Also, Thomas Rhett has a brand new album out called Country Again, Side A, that just came out last week. Definitely three of my faves with uh, lots of good tunes and we just checked out... uh, Kenny's new ones, they're fantastic. So I just figured I'd pass that along. But uh, anyways, this is the 19-year anniversary of the Allen Iverson practice rant. So yeah, May 7th, 2002. So if you have not seen Allen Iverson, yes, he played in the NBA for Philly. Um, You need to check that out. Anyways, the Yankees are winning, even though I know they lost to uh, Joe Pease's Astros last night. Uh, The Lakers don't even look like they're going to win a play-in game now, but kind of done with that. Anyways, has anybody been following, like, the Mayweather versus Paul exhibition fight? So, like, shit's getting real here, people. And at the news conference on Wednesday, Logan Paul's brother Jake decided to antagonize Floyd 
and even took the hat off his head, started running around like a moron. I was like, yeah, I got your hat. Naturally, naturally, a melee kind of ensued, which you really couldn't see anything from all the videos. Now, Jake Paul did get his shirt ripped off, and he definitely got punched in the eye because he had a shiner a couple hours later. Now, couldn't quite tell if Mayweather hit him or one of the bodyguards, which this, I definitely don't think this was staged, as I basically just heard on my way up to camp today that Jake Paul is now banned from attending the fight. And Mayweather even said that he wanted to fight both these fucking idiots at the same at the same time, which this would have been, not same time, same night. But this would have been great entertainment to see. And it's too bad, because I think he would have took both these dudes. And, I mean, look, th there's no doubt these guys got talent. But at the end of the day, they're nothing but YouTubers, internet personalities, they're actors, um... I mean, I don't think they're in the same class with their combined three and one record to be fucking with a man that's 50 and 0, maybe the best pound for pound boxer to ever to fight, um, even at the age of uh, 44. And look, I know he's given away some reach and some weight and size, but I mean, come on. Uh, Jake is the one who fought Nate Robinson, a, a basketball player. I know that Joe B's touched on this in his podcast. Um, rumor is, I mean, I don't even think it's a rumor. Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson, the old wideout from uh, Cincinnati, number 85, with all the touchdown dances. He's going to be like a preliminary fight. Um, anyways, there's a little story out there about Jake Paul even trying to punk out Ice-T on the set of Law & Order SVU about six years ago. So apparently he didn't know who Ice-T was, and he thought he was like the security guard on set, and that was a big oops, and he even said it, and I believe Ice-T Ice called him a dumb fuck. But, uh, I mean, look, these two dudes, they deserve whatever they get. I mean, they're going to start getting knocked the fuck out when they start fighting real boxers. I mean, look, I get it, Logan's going to get paid. Um, but I mean, there's been, I don't think they've said how many rounds it's going to go. Um, you know, uh, something about Floyd said something about 35 mil for six rounds or a hundred mil for 12 rounds. I don't know what anybody's going to get paid, but I just thought this was a funny story and it happened this week. But, uh, anyways, guys and gals, I hope you enjoy the show. So I'm going to take a quick break and I will be right back. Okay, everyone, welcome back. So let's get into some surprising facts about, you know, the Mother's Day holiday. So yes, folks, these days, Mother's Day, it's all about greeting cards and flowers. But the history is definitely a lot more complex than you probably know. So to start, Mother's Day officially began as a tribute to one woman. Her name was Anna Reeves Jarvis, who is now most credited with the founding of Mother's Day. And apparently her mother died on May 9th, 1905. And Jarvis then set out to create a day that would honor hers and other moms as a group. So she began a movement in West Virginia, which prided itself on hosting the very first official Mother's Day three years later at Andrews Methodist Episcopal Church. Then in 1914, President Woodrow Wilson signed a bill recognizing her idea as a national holiday, which now 
is celebrated each second Sunday in May. But even before that, Mother's Day was started as an anti-war movement. So a poet and author named Julia Ward Howe had aimed to promote a Mother's Peace Day decades before. Apparently, her and her and other anti-war activists agreed that the idea of Mother's Day should spread unity across the globe in the wake of all the trauma following the Civil War in America and the Franco-Prussian War in Europe. So how called for women to gather once a year, right, in parlors and churches and social halls to listen to sermons and essays and sing hymns or pray if they wished. Which, like I said, this was all in the name of promoting peace. But this early attempt to, you know, to create, you know, a very cohesive, peace-focused Mother's Day. Eventually, you know, it kind of died out and, you know, didn't take and receded as the first concept I talked about, you know, kind of took hold. So moving on, these, these days, Mother's Day is about, you know, a $25 billion commercial holiday in America, which those that do celebrate spend about, you know, they say an average about 200 on their mom. So sorry, mom, I definitely don't think I spend 200 on you, but naturally it's not all about that. But I'm going to talk about that later. Anyways, it is said that, you know, more people buy flowers for Mother's Day than any other time of the year, except during the Christmas uh, and Hanukkah season. Gift givers also spend more than $5 billion on jewelry alone and nearly another $5 billion on that, you know, special Mother's Day outing. Then there's about another $843 million spent on cards and another $2.6 billion each spent on flowers and gift certificates, um, gift certificates, which ironically, Jarvis, who I mentioned, you know, earlier died regretting, you know, her idea for Mother's Day because um, just for this very reason alone, she was not about this. So apparently she did not want Mother's Day to become, you know, another burdensome, wasteful, expensive gift day that she thought Christmas and other special holidays had become, which I agree. Um, It's more about, you know, family, friends. Anyways, Um, so her goal was to kind of protect Mother's Day from the money schemers that, you know, were going to try to overwhelm it with their eyes on profits only, which she actually ended up dying in a sanitarium at the age of 84 in 1948, penniless, having used up all of her money to fight the holidays, you know, commercialization. So moving on, you know, the white carnation is now the official Mother's Day flower, So everybody, you know, if you're looking to buy your mom some flowers for Mother's Day, there's a great idea. But remember, this holiday is not about flowers or cards or gift cards or jewelry or lunches or dinners, etc., etc. It's all about the love. You know, definitely will not ever buy flowers for my wife again. Um, We did this once. I did this once. And... Just, it didn't take, uh, I'm better off just getting her a cash or writing her a poem, but, uh, we're going to get more into that probably in the next segment. So anyways, guys and gals, just hang in there and I will be uh, right back after this break.
Okay, everybody, so welcome back. So over the last year, I have wrote 45 poems, give or take, um, which I have even read a few of these poems on earlier podcasts for everyone to hear. Now look, like 21 of these, they, they were more serious poems that went into a poetry book that I called In My Own Words. And, you know, I'm still looking at getting this thing published. We shall see. Joe Newcomer, I might need your help there. So uh, we'll talk. But uh, so the other 24 poems I wrote were like more fun poems that were made for certain occasions or certain holidays or just for a certain somebody that came to camp that weekend or a birthday party or grad party, you know, shit like that. And uh, so, look, I've definitely put a lot of work into making making them have some effect, which I think, uh, you know, this being Mother's Day weekend is fitting to talk about the Mother's Day poem that basically started it all. So I named it Mother, and I wrote it about one year ago today. So this was my very first poem that I wrote for my wife, Carrie. And uh, yes, this poem basically started the idea for the pod. So like I've all, you know, also said all along in earlier episodes with everything that was going on last year, I wrote a lot, you know, whether it was in my journal or in poems, just lots of fucked up shit went on in 2020. And basically my poetry in this podcast were kind of the main results that came out of it. So I thought I'd, you know, read you, uh, mother today by me, RJK. So here it is. Um, Happy Mother's Day to the world's best mom. You cook, you clean, you even mow the lawn. The laundry is done and folded so neat. Thanks for taking the garbage out to the street. Cheers go out to you on your special day. We are so thankful to have you is what we'd like to say. COVID 2020 is why we couldn't get you a card. So hopefully this will do with our best regards. School teacher has become your new role the past couple months. Carolyn Ingalls, you become as you make up our lunch. Joy and praise for having you in our life. You really are the best mom and wife. Just a little note to tell you we love you. Now go chop that firewood and pick up the brew. So there it is, people. That is a Ryan Klein original. So that's last year. Um, now folks, I'm not done yet. So what kind of husband would I be if I did not write a sequel or a follow-up poem for my wife for this year on Mother's Day? So without further ado, here is the world premiere of the 2021 version, or what I like to call Mother 2. Um, and that's all one word, um, cause I am the one word poet, RJK, you know, no punctuation. So, here we go. Well, I guess it's safe to say you've had one one hell of a year, to say the least. We would just like to to say thank you for preparing our meals and ordering us Uber Eats. Where would we be without all the special things that you do for us? Probably sitting in a dirty home filled with dust. Just taking some time to let you know how much we love you on this, your special day. You're the glue that keeps this family together is all we wanted to say. One more shout out to the best mother and wife of them all. 
You're always there to pick us up after we fall. Hoping you have a great weekend with drinks and celebration. We will try to be good and lessen the frustration. But when you get home, it's back to your chores. So please tear up that carpet. Chop, chop, buttercup. There's more work for you to do before this house can go on the market. Anyways, folks, that is 2021's version. Um, and that's going to wrap up the segment. And remember, people, I am the new age Adam Sandler from the movie Mr. Deeds. So I'm trying to get my shit you know, on Hallmark to buy my poems. Mom, maybe you can help me out. Uh, you know, I'm available to write for all occasions, weddings, birthdays, holidays, anniversaries, bar mitzvahs, funerals. So look, just hit me up, guys and gals. But I will say this, I am charging now. Um, you might get one free one. And then from then on, you know, it's time for me to get paid. But uh, anyways, that's going to wrap it up and for this segment. And I will be right back. Okay, people, welcome back. So look, I got both my kids here today. So Pepe and Jack. So everybody say hi. Hi. And uh, before, you know, we move on, guys and gals. So what we're going to do today is a little uh, Mother's Day, you know, question and answer with uh, Pepe and Jack. So, um, you know, before we go, Jack's nice haircut. Love the haircut. Mm -hmm. Love the, uh, what is that, lightning bolt? Mm -hmm. Okay. So give me a, you know, something you guys like to do in your spare time. Pepe, go first. What do you like to do when you're not in school? Um, I'd like to go on my iPad, but when, when it's like on the weekends, I like hanging out. Okay. What about you, bud? Uh, I like going outside. All right. Don't talk like a baby, buddy. Right. <laughs> I like going to outside. That's right. Talk like that. But, hey, we're going to get away from iPads because we're going to start golfing, playing basketball. Who wants to play golf? Uh, yeah. All right. Both kids want to play golf. I heard Gunner was out there. I saw Gunner playing golf yesterday. <laughs> so, as always, guys and gals, I'm drinking cold beer. And the kids have, what do you got, ice cold? Kool-Aids. 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 Alright, so what we're going to do in this segment, like I said, basically going to ask the kids something about their mom, and they're going to do the best they can to answer it. So it sounds pretty simple, right guys? Mm -hmm. Alright, so here we go. So Pepe, this is your first question. Okay. What is your mom's favorite color? She actually told me this once. Um, I asked her, and she's like, purple, green, pink, and blue. Alright, so which one? You want to go with purple? Jax, this one's for you. Where does your mom work? Max and Irma's. Max and Irma's. Don't talk like a baby. You're six, man. Come on, be a big boy. I know. Dude, it's okay. Be a man. Okay. All right. Pepe, what is your mom's favorite music artist? Um... I know she likes AJR. Okay. And Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bear. All right, but you got to name one. Machine Gun Kelly. All right, you're going with Machine Gun Kelly. Mm hmm Okay. This is kind of what Linky Box does. Yeah? They do answers. All right, so Jax, <laughs> what do you and your mom like to do together? 
I know this. Um, just name some. I already know. Crafts. Right. Crafts. Yeah. All right, Pepe, this one's yours. Okay. What is your mom's favorite thing to do? Um, her favorite thing to do when, like, she comes home from work, she likes laying down and, you know. Laying down. And when on the weekends, you and you guys hang out. All right. So, Jaxie, where is your mom's favorite place to go? This one. Okay, I'm going to camp. All right. Going with camp. All right, Pepe. What is your mom really good at? She is good at math like you are. And she is good at reading. She helps me a lot with homework. Okay. Jackson, hmm. what is your mom not really good at? <laughs> I know one. What do you think? Okay. Can this I say one too? After he's done, yeah. This yeah. one's very hard. Yeah? I am going to guess like... Like some she doesn't do well. Okay, this one's... Easy. Okay. Like, when I try to, like... Uh, this is very hard, because sometimes Mommy's very good at anything. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say I don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I want to say one. What do you got, Pat? Singing. Singing? <laughs> You don't think your mother's good at singing? I mean, oh, this is hilarious. She's not that good. Wow. Wait, I was going to guess singing. Hang on. So, <laughs> Carrie, you are not good at singing, so do not ever sing karaoke again. All right, so, Pepe, what is your mother's favorite food? Her favorite food? There's, like, this stuff that she always eats. Okay. It's, like, it's like cheesy, but it's, like, pasta. All right, so, like, cheesy pasta? Kind of. It has right. sauce. Of, it right. kind of smells like spaghetti. Right. <laughs> but with cheese on it. Alright, so Jax, what is your mom's favorite drink? Oh. Oh. Just answer the best you can, bro. Um, she likes not beer, but like a different kind of beer. Like, like those ultra beers? Yeah, that. Yeah, those ones. Seltzers? Yeah. Right. I'm gonna go sell sell to you. Right. So Pepe, if your mom was a cartoon character, who would she be? <laughs> oh, I know if this. If she one. was a cartoon, yeah, she would be. Wait, Daddy, after painting, can a, I guess what mom sure. would look like with a cartoon? A dog. A dog. That is a grandma and very cranky. A dog grandma. That is very cranky. All he right. likes to cuss. But okay, now I know everyone's Cranky. Doing. All right, what are you... Oh. <laughs> this is good. All right. All right, next one. Jax, this one's for you. All right. What is your mom's favorite video game? Oh, gosh. I'm going to guess Mario. Okay. All right, so Pepe. Yes? What is your mother's favorite movie? 
favorite movie? Yeah. Um, Dumbo? So Dumbo. It's very sad, but okay. maybe. So last question, Jax. Okay. What is your mom's favorite TV show? Oh, gosh. Um, General Hospital. General Hospital, okay. So this is good. So we're done. Now what you guys... <laughs> so you're going to tell us whatever... Hang on, hang on. So now it's time for the fun part. For everybody okay. listening. Because what Listen you children happen. did not know is that your mother, my wife Carrie, I gave her these questions and she answered all of them. So now, we're, this has become a game show. So, which I would like to welcome everybody to the very first game show on the podcast, which I would like to call it, How Well Do I Know My Mother? So, hopefully someday I will get this show on YouTube. And uh, so you can't just hear it, but you can watch it. Uh, but baby steps first, people. Gotta, I mean, I got dreams to make this happen, which we, I'm going to make this happen. And uh, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to read your mom's answers mm -hmm. compared to yours. All right. And we're going to see kind of who won. Now, granted, there's no losers or winners. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So here we go. Mom's favorite color. Pepe said purple. Mom also said purple. Plus okay. one. Where does mom work for you, Jax? Max and Irma's. Mom, mom also said that. <laughs> one for you. Favorite music artist. So, Pepe. Mom went with the Cranberries and Lady Gaga. I don't even know this. So, not, you know Lady Gaga. Yeah, I know Lady Gaga. Okay, Gunn. not Machine Gun Kelly. Mm -hmm. What does your mom like to do together? You and Jax, or with Jax. So, Jax, you said crafts. Your mom said play video games. So, nothing. Oh. Yeah. Pepe, what is your mom's favorite thing to do? You said laying down. Mm -hmm. And she said drink beers or go to camp. <laughs> so, oh my God. Well, it's getting fun, Jackson. <laughs> Where's your mom's favorite place to go? You said camp. Your mother also said camp. Yeah. Okay, so you got one. Like I said, no winners and losers. We're all winners today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. This is the best one because your mother is going to laugh when she hears this. Hears this. <laughs> Pepe, what is your mom really good at? Math. She said everything <laughs> and drawing. <laughs> oh, God. Now, this is another good one because... Jackson, what is your mom not really good at? I don't know, but here we go, guys. So, your mother answered, just so you guys know. What is your mom not really good at? Not math. She, she's not bad. She sucks at math. She's horrible. I am the math guy. Alright? I am the math guy. And then when Jackson answered, she's good at anything, she said... Oh, I missed them. Anyway, so let's move on. All right, so let's go to favorite food. So, Pepe, you said, what, cheesy pasta sauce? Your yeah. mom said pizza. So I think we could probably... I love pizza. All right, we could probably count that. Maybe that counts. I mean, it looks like pizza. All right, it's cool. 
people. Uh, Jackson, what is your mother's favorite drink? You did get the seltzer. I mean, we kind of, you know, you got it. You got it. Um, if your mom was a car cartoon character, who should be? You said a cranky grandma that swears a lot. A, a cranky dog. A cranky dog. That swears a lot. She said gumball mom. A gumball mom. Oh, gumball mom. Gumball mom. She's so gumball. So, From the gumball. All right, gumball. so Jack's favorite video game, Mario. You got it. Mom Mom got Mario. Oh, no, Dumbo's coming up. What is your mom's favorite movie? Peyton said Dumbo. Your mother said Beetlejuice. Oh, dang. That's okay. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is a good movie. And Jackson, your mom's favorite TV show. You went with GH, Little General Hospital. We haven't watched it in a while. But your mother went with Little House on the Prairie. Oh, my God, that's so good. It's so Wait, good. that's where I thought it was going to be. I didn't know the name so, of it. So, let's just add them up. We'll add them up. All right, so Pay got one. Payton's got one, two, three. Jax has one, two, three, four. Now, granted, there's no losers in this draft. Yeah. Now, look. First off, what is name something that mommy likes about me? She likes to hang about out daddy. with you. Oh, uh, okay. This is she cool. loves you. Okay. Now, all right. She hangs out with you. Okay. I'm gonna guess she loves you. Okay. I already said that. So. She takes care of you. Yeah, she does. Absolutely. <laughs> so look, she everybody. She yells at you. Um. <laughs> so what I did bring, because. I'm not going to give you a car on this game show. <laughs> but, you know, I brought some treats. So, you know, I thought, you know, you guys might like some of this. Oh, my God. So, tell the folks out there what you got. I got a Wonderloom. Wonderloom? Sweet. I got a cap of Captain America Lego. Sweet. So... Guys and gals, this is going to kind of wrap up cold beers and cold Kool-Aids. Um, the first Mother's Day Q&A with Jackson Pepe. So first off, guys, I would like to, you know, thank you for partaking. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe we'll do a little Kleins in the Camper tomorrow. Okay. But uh, everybody, I will be right back after this very special commercial break. Hi, this is Joe Beats, the host of the Beehive Sports Podcast. Do you love uncensored looks into all things sports? If you said yes, then this podcast is the place for you. The Beehive Sports Podcast features a number of segments and topics, including current events in the sports world, sports history, sports betting, a look into the darker stories in sports, and much more. The Beehive Sports Podcast can be found on several platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also search the Beehive Sports Podcast on Facebook where you can interact with other listeners as well as myself. Don't wait. Tune on in to the weekly episodes today. Okay, everybody, welcome back. So that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that with the children. Um, I love my kids. They're so fun. Um, so let's get into this week's version of Rise Got Five on it. So I definitely wanted to have a little fun today with this idea I came up with last week. And uh, it just wouldn't be me if I didn't do this. So now, most certainly, I want all the mothers out there to have a very great special Mother's Day. But I wanted to close out the show 
by giving everybody my all-time top five worst movie moms. So if you think your mother or your mother-in-law is bad, chances are they don't compare to these awful movie moms. So thank goodness that, you know, they're exaggerated characters and hopefully no one this bad, no one this bad is this bad in your life. But uh, naturally the mothers in my life are kind of caring. But these movie moms, you know, they didn't get the memo. And hopefully when I'm all said and done and, you know, with the list and the podcast is over, you know, it makes you pick up the phone, call or text your mom and say, hey, thank, you know, thank her for always being the best person in your life. So let me preface this by, you know, saying I'm not going to pick Joan Crawford portraying by Faye Dunaway from the 1981 uh, film, Mommy Dearest. So the reason here is that I just don't remember it all too well. I mean, I've certainly seen it. It's been a long time. Let me just say the parts I do remember. She was a very evil bitch. And look, I get it. This could have been, you know, hands down the number one pick. But I, you know, I want to report out on films that I actually remember, you know, everything from the whole movie, not just not certain parts. So I didn't want to cheat the win here, you know, guys and gals. So without further ado, let's jump into the top five worst movie moms list. So my honorable mention is going to be the wicked stepmother from Cinderella. So this one is definitely a classic, right? I mean, look, there's been an animated Cinderella and also those with actors, but the evil stepmother always stays the same. You know, she's obviously jealous of Cinderella, wants her out of the picture. At number five, I'm taking Mama Boucher from The Water Boy. So just a very selfish, you know, manipulative and overprotective mom. So she basically causes her son to become socially inept, crushing him with overprotectiveness. And then everything's the devil, including, you know, foosball and Vicky Valancourt, which, you know, also emotionally abusing your son by telling him you're the only person who could love him. It's just, it's not that cool. So at number four, I'm going with Jade from The Hangover. So certainly a neglectful mom. Yes, Jade may have been a very hot and cool stripper played by Heather Graham. You know, she had a heart of gold, but what kind of mom leaves her baby in Vegas, you know, in a hotel room with three drunken dudes? I mean, what are the chances that little baby Carlos is growing up to be a productive member of society? I don't think so, but... Anyways, at number three, I'm selecting Kate McAllister, Home Alone. So another movie, another, you know, neglectful mom. Yeah, she has lots of children, very stressed out about the Christmas holidays, like any mom naturally would be, but it's pretty bad to board an airplane without your kid. And look, to be fair, I get it. She spends the rest of the movie doing everything she can to get back to Kevin by Christmas. But I mean, look, the damage is already done. I mean, this child's scarred for life. Um, Forgetting your kid in another country, probably not the best parenting. And look, mom, I love you. Decline. I remember that day you left me. I don't know if you were shopping, but uh, 
was at the baseball field, I think Walzak Park, for practice. He left me there for a while. I end up going to a kid's house, and I mean, Mom, please don't cry. But I remember that day. It's okay. I still love you. Still the best ever. At number two, I'm picking Pamela Voorhees from Friday the 13th. So, yes, there have been many Friday the 13th movies, but, you know, this is the one where Jason's mother, Pamela Voorhees, she's the killer, right? So, hopefully you guys have seen it, and gals, but she basically kills a group of teenagers that are trying to reopen a summer camp. And, look, she blamed her son, Jason's death, on the camp counselors because they didn't pay attention to him as he drowned. So, here we go. The number one overall pick of worst movie moms of all time. I'm taking Stifler's mom from American Pie. And look, I get it. How could this possibly top Pamela Voorhees murdering all the camp counselors? Hear me out, though, people. I mean, in my opinion, it's generally frowned upon to have sex and sleep with your son's classmate. So that's the first point against Mrs. Stifler, or Miss Stifler, whatever. Just one road you don't want to go down to, you don't want to be that mom. But look, her biggest offense is just being the person responsible for birthing and raising Stifler. But look, I can't tell a lie. I definitely see some similarities between, you know, myself and the Stiffmeister. Which, by the way, these are fucking great movies. If you haven't seen these, at least the first two or three, make sure you do. They're classics. I mean, Shano, Brandon Faber, I mean, reminds me of my college days a little bit. Uh, anyways, everybody, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. And uh, I've had a lot of fun. But always uh, feel free to comment on my Instagram or Facebook page with... Any reactions from the show or any debate on who your worst movie moms were or could have been. But, uh, you know, and as always, thanks for, you know, subscribing and listening. And once again, to all the moms out there, I just want to wish you a very happy Mother's Day. So this is RJK signing out and I will see you next week, people.